This is Triple M's Homegrown right around the country and on the brand new listener app. Stream us live now. That's L-A-S-T-N-R. Oztober, a month-long celebration of Australian music. And let's celebrate this gig. You know what I'm talking about. In excess, Wembley Stadium sold out. Arrived onto the world stage. No surprise, killer songs. Rewatching it back, it might be the perfect set. All killer, no filler. To talk about that gig from the band is the one and only Mr. Kirk Pengilly. Welcome to Triple M. How are you, Matt? Yeah, good. I like that. <laughs> all, all killer, no filler. Absolutely, man. Hey, does this performance feel like yesterday or does it feel like 30 years ago? It doesn't seem like 30 years ago, that's for sure. Although if I really sat down and thought about it, it probably would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Funny how, funny how time kind of stretches and shrinks. Man, what was the feeling like in the band, like around that time when you heard the news that you're going to be playing that show? Obviously, like it's such an iconic venue. What was the mood like in the yeah. band when you got the news, the confirmation? It's like, dudes. We're doing Wembley Stadium. <laughs> yeah, look, we were really excited. We'd, we'd had a really tough time with the UK media. They hated, hated Australian bands and, and just always bagged us and all that sort of stuff. Whereas, you know, the fans were, were fantastic in, in the UK. And for us, it was we actually hadn't played in, in London for, I think, three or four years. We kind of banned it. So then, you know, we put Wembley Stadium on sale and it sold out really quickly. And it was so it was a real kind of, you know, fist pump at the, at the yeah. UK media for us. You know, there's only a handful of venues around the world, I think, that, that you call iconic, you know, Madison Square Gardens. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, of course, Wembley Stadium. So, you know, there was an element of nerves backstage, I guess, as there always is. And, yeah. and especially because, you know, it was London. I, I always got nervous in the big capital cities because you always knew that, the you know, the record company were going to be there and the media were going to be there. And, yeah. and also because also we were filming and recording at the, in a live show if you make a mistake most people don't notice it anyway um and it's gone but when you're recording it it's yeah, there for <laughs> you can't goal, escape man. it what are your memories like of the actual day now you went in early right you went in to check yeah. out the support bands I, I, I saw that and the rest of the band came in later was that kind of the way you would prepare personally for big shows do you feel like you needed to kind of get in there early get a feel for the, what the show was going to be like? Yeah, definitely. I, I sort of, I, you know, on the other side of the coin was, was, was probably Timmy. He preferred to just sort of step out of the limo and get on and go straight on stage. Yeah, but yeah. I really like to go get there early and check my gear. And, and you know, uh, for, for my entire career, I would always go and check the saxophones and make sure the reeds were in properly and yeah. lined up and, and all that sort of stuff so that I knew when I went on stage, everything was ready. What was everyone's <laughs> kind of pre-gig ritual? Like you said, every Everyone's different. How, how did everyone prepare for a show? Unlike a lot of bands, we always hung together. We didn't have separate change rooms and all that sort of stuff. I so, well, yeah, we'd just we'd just kind of you know wander around and get our clothes together and just kind of get ready and have a few drinks and a few laughs and that sort of thing. And yeah. and occasionally we'd talk a, a bit of you know business, I guess. You know, just sort of uh, a, a, an idea maybe to try that night. Or, or whatever yeah, cool. but yeah it's usually pretty chilled and this particular show for some reason john farris the drummer just decided to go out on stage and start the gig and didn't tell us and um <laughs> it always been a plan to go out on this particular one start with guns in the sky because it was a song that we used to kind of jam the front of it 
It's and, perfect. Uh, yeah, and that way the sound guy can kind of get all uh, everything up and balanced before the whole band kind of came in. So that that's kind of what we'd plan to do anyway. But John had kind of run out there without telling us. What I also noticed was like, man, there are so many people wandering around. <laughs> Did you get to a yeah. point in your career where he's just like, who the hell is everyone in this room? At oh some yeah, time? yeah, no, definitely. You know, definitely there was that. And and this particular night too, I, I think we had like a couple of hundred people. Uh, in the change room with us, um, <laughs> yeah, man, drinking our rider, I might add, um, <laughs> yeah. and you know, which is fun though, because it kind of sets the mood, and and you know, that sort of bit of a party backstage beforehand, and certainly after. We always used to uh, our tour manager would always kick everyone out about 10 minutes before the show so we could just sort of be us and, and yeah. focus before we went on stage. And I think, Ben, looking back on, you know, all the bands that have played that same Wembley gig, not many of them actually have the full gig recorded from start to finish. It might be Michael Jackson and a handful of others, but, you know, you guys are the yeah. only band that <clears> have that. And in a really magical time as well because, you know, no one's holding their phones up. Yeah. No one's doing that. Yeah, it's very like, true. It's, it's like real music fans in its element just capturing, you know, the beauty of that performance, you know, before Spotify, before iTunes, when people used to count down to when an album was being released, you know, line up around the block. Yeah, it was a, it was a different era. It really was, you know. Now there's so many uh, things you can put your, your time and your money into and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, back then it was it was pretty much movies or, you know, live gigs and that was it. That was entertainment. Absolutely, man. Well, Kirk Bengilly, it is probably... One of the most iconic Australian performances ever. It's recorded in excess. Uh, live, baby, live at Wembley Stadium. Thanks for chatting, man. Thanks so much, mate.